everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, Mr. Ryan Moray. Hi, it's great to be here. So glad you're here, Ryan. You work in IT? I Construction and IT. Construction yes. and IT. What a combo. What a combo. What uh, a place to be. I love it. Thanks for coming in this morning to share with us a little bit about you. We just met. We did. So how did you come to know the Lord? Fast forward, what are you, what are you up to today? Sure, yeah. Uh, so I moved to Dallas in 2015. I grew up here and then went to college and worked out of town for a little while and moved back here. But through those first 26, 27 years of my life, I was doing things that, you know, you people that don't know Christ do, like looking for crutches all over the world and sure. living out to fulfill, you know, things that felt good and, and want to do those things. But um, moved to Dallas and was challenged on, you know, where I would say I believed I was a Christian, but I didn't know much about what that meant. I couldn't share the gospel if I tried mm-hmm. back then. Um, How it, old were you at that point? 20s. I would have been 26. Okay. Yep. So, uh, Moved back to Dallas, came to Watermark, and and heard, you know, how much your beliefs should fuel your actions, and mm-hmm. that was not connecting in my life. So, actually, that so that was 2015, and then in 2016 uh, was joined the journey cover to cover year. Yeah, I was like, I've never read my Bible, but I say I'm a Christian, so that's kind of funny, or not funny, depending how you think yeah. about it now. <laughs> yeah, funny isn't something. Something's not right there. Yeah, so I read the whole Bible cover to cover that year for the first time in my life. Way to go! And saw how God's word was formative and helpful, and spoke to my life specifically and things that I needed to do and think about and reflect on, and it helped me see how much I needed Jesus, and mm. that was the only way I would get right with God and have a meaningful life, frankly. So. It was through Join the Journey, actually, that I got to do Praise that. God. And then, uh, yep, I uh, dove in serving at Frontlines and actually met my wife at launch. Which, for those who year. don't know, Frontlines is the welcome team yes, on Sunday mornings. making coffee. Yeah, I was nice. really, really good at making coffee. And you met your wife. Yep, met my wife through launch. Retreat, Young adults which, retreat, yeah. Yep, does, does not exist anymore, but did back then. <laughs> and, and who knows? Maybe it'll come back. Oh, spoiler. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know for sure. I don't, I don't want to spread misinformation, but yep. maybe, maybe. So, yep, we're, we've are we been married for six years. We have we just had our third third daughter. Congrats. Yeah, so when you read the Devo, it'll say, we don't know what we're having. We know what we You had. know now. Yeah, so exciting change in the last, Amazing. last two months. But, Amazing. Yep. I love it. Well, how about we just jump in? Number 16. What are some of the big ideas from today's chapter, Ryan? Yeah. Uh, so number 16 is really fun. I actually had a friend recommend I write on this one. I was like, that sounds great. Really? Let's do that. Yeah. Amber Hapka. Uh, good, yes. good friend of the journey, right? Very good friend of the journey. She was like, you should read about this. And I was like, ah, I remember Cora's Rebellion when I read the Bible, <laughs> you know, cover to cover the last right. time. Right. It's a fun story. Yeah. it was, it's, And it's, it's fun to come back to it and read it again because uh, it's one of those stories you can read the first time and there's like some shock factor in it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, you know, the earth opened up and swallowed everyone whole. Just next page on Whoa. that. Just kind of on that later. <laughs> but uh, but there's, there's so much to learn, I think, about um, contentment here hmm. and um, just the hearts of, of everyone that was involved in the story. So you've got Korah, who's standing up to Moses and saying, you know, what right do you have to act as the, as though you're greater than the rest of the Lord's people, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think the first thing that stands out is, so he's discontent, and then he's also, you know, pointing his fingers at Moses saying, like, he's the problem. And, 
you know, if you really play that out and you're like, Moses, Moses could sit there and be like, well, what, what do you think you're better than everyone else? Right. You know, he's like, yeah. at least, you know, God elected me. Yeah, God chose me. <laughs> Moses didn't even want the job. He yeah. was like, please, Lord, yeah, pick yeah. anybody he's else. Like, Seriously, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, uh, you know, we, we talk a lot about contentment in our home and just how easy it is to grow discontent with, with anything. And we have a couple of things we always reflect on. And first of all, it's, hey, what do I really deserve? Hmm. And it's frankly not much. I deserve mm-hmm. death due to sin, and that yep. is about it. <laughs> That's about all I deserve <laughs> in life. And so I'm so grateful for for everything God's provided for us and the opportunities and, you know, what some people would call luck. Like, just there's so much in my life that I have done nothing to deserve, right, and, mm-hmm. and have been, been given, most importantly, grace from God and salvation as a result. Absolutely. But, the the other thing we talk about a lot in our house is like it God's always been the same God and things that are true have always been true. Hmm. And that's true here, that's true in other continents, that's true in other zip codes, that's true in other timeline, you know, uh Yeah, you could go back in time and yep. the things that are true of yep. God today and would so still be true. We, you know, there's days where things feel hard, three kids at our house or, you know, work or whatever, and you're like, you know what? In the scheme of things, this isn't hard, right? <laughs> like, like there are people that have to do this with way less than we do. There are people that are doing way harder things than we're doing. This is all perspective for us, right? Mm-hmm. And hey, through the strength of God, we can we can get through this, and we can talk about this. And it's it's just let's reset our dial on what we truly deserve and what we should expect here. And so I think that that conversation can find its way into to almost everything, how you're being treated, how, yeah, you know, what you own, what you get to do, and things like that. So. Yeah, you said something interesting, what we should expect here. And when I think about contentment, I don't necessarily associate contentment with expectations, but but it kind of is. Mm-hmm. The, the two go hand in hand. Yep. Uh, how do you see that playing out through Cora? What, what were his expectations here in Chapter 16? To be honest, I'm not entirely clear on like why he was so mad at Moses. Sure, in, <laughs> well, in in to that point, we we can't necessarily know why mm-hmm. anybody does anything unless the text explicitly says it. But what do you notice? I I specific I ask I raise that question because I look at verse three. Um, they united against Moses and Aaron and said, "You have gone too far. The whole community of Israel has been set apart by the Lord, and He's with all of us. What right do you have to act as though you are greater than the rest of the Lord's people?" And I, I think there's some sort of underlying expectation there. What do, what do you notice though? Maybe there's not. Yeah. So you know, he, he's what sounds like he's seeing Moses act like he's better than the rest of the people. He's mm-hmm. special. He's set apart within the set apart and. The others aren't feeling maybe the respect or value because mm. he goes on to, you know, Moses is like, hey, you have a special calling too. God has called you to something special. Right. Is that not good enough for you? Like, Yeah, you're a Levite. Yep. You, yeah. Yep. That's verse 9. That's really good. Does it seem insignificant to you that the God of Israel has chosen you to serve in the Lord's tabernacle and stand before the people to minister to them? That's so good. It's like a comparison. Yep. On, absolutely. Almost. Comparison. That's the, the killer of contentment, right? Mm. So. Yeah, I, I think I think for for us pragmatically, contentment is something we try to fight at our house very often. Uh, we we've gone as far as to like we recognize something that was killing it for us was social media, so we've killed that entirely mm-hmm. in our house. That's been a journey <laughs> to get sure. there, and that which says its own thing about that. Um, yeah, but that's that's real mm-hmm. because some people hear that and they think, oh, that's extreme or that's legalistic, which. Legalism is believing you have to do things to earn a right standing with God. But right. that label can get slapped on 
boundaries like that, how would you respond to that person? Uh, yeah, you don't have to get rid of it. But sure. you should evaluate what it's doing to you and mm. decide if it's something worth keeping around, right? There's yeah. the the verse that I can, all things are legal, you know, something yeah, permissible, illegal, but permissible, but yep. doesn't mean they're beneficial. Yep, not beneficial. So for us, it was, you know, taking breaks. We took a break and we said, hey, how do we feel now? And we're like, way better. Mm-hmm. Let's just get rid of it at this point. Wise. It's, it's not doing anything. So wise. So. We got about a minute and a half left. Any other major ideas, points you want to hit on as we close? Yeah, so I mean, this this does not end well for Cora and his followers. Like mm. they, they get swallowed up; it it consumes them literally, um, quite literally, quite literally. Uh, and it's just it's one of those shocking stories that I think it's it's easy to read, pass over because of its shocking factor. Mm-hmm. But to slow down and and recognize that hey, there's things in your life that can consume you, mm. and don't let jealousy and con- discontentment be one of those. Some good words, Ryan. It's challenging. Mm. Easier said than done, but worth worth pursuing for sure. Yep. Easy to think it's harder today than ever, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it clearly was very hard for, yep. <laughs> for Cora and his guys then. Yep. Well, thank you for being here, Ryan. You bet. And sharing. We're out Thanks of time. Me. Absolutely. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.